My first scripture reading comes from Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore, therefore it's a kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which, take account, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one, began to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had in payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him an a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And this fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. But he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me. Shouldst not thou also have had compassion on the fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your words. And Lord, we pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit and help us to be able to walk this walk. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that's pretty stern stuff right there because I know for a fact, and I know everybody in here, I can't walk around, I gotta stay right here. I know everybody in here has been hurt, has been abused in some way where you think, how could somebody forgive that? But only with the power of God's Holy Spirit can we even begin to forgive. You know, and I, I try to look at it like this myself personally, is that the person that offended me, there's something in their heart, in their life, that's really hurt them to make them that way. Something happened when they were growing up or something happened recently but there's always, there's always a reason by someone's anger and bitterness and how they treat others. And then they start feeling like they're owed something. And I'm just going by my own personal experience and, and, and I know you all can relate to this that there's some things you just don't think is right to forgive. How can I forgive that? And you know, a lot of people have dealt with this stuff in, in real life that uh, a family member gets murdered and then the, the parents of that family member or, or the friends or, or even the spouses will have to find it in their heart to go forgive the murderer. And I've heard stories of this, and, and it was so hard for them. to tor They were tormented in, in this because they wanted to get even. They want that person uh, to go to prison, and they want them to, to pay the full penalty, even death, if they murdered a loved one. But I've seen this one lady, and it had to be a, a God thing because she forgave 
One of her daughters got brutally murdered and raped by this guy. And she, instead of getting mad, and she, she was really upset, but God spoke to her heart and reminded her of Jesus on the cross with the thief and the murderer next to him. And Jesus, how he forgave the ones who were brutally murdering him. And God spoke to her heart that if you really want peace in the midst of this, you have to forgive him. And that was hard for her to do, as it would be. You think about it. Put yourself in her spot. Someone brutally rape and murder your daughter, and you're supposed to forgive them? I mean, this is like impossible stuff. But God gave her that strength. And she did more than just forgive him. She started visiting him. She started taking him things. She started putting money on his account while he was in prison. She'd go visit him and have contact visitation. And they became close friends. This gentleman gave his life to Jesus. He repented. He felt sorry. He didn't even know what he did. He wasn't in that right state of mind. He couldn't even remember what happened. But he knew that he was guilty and he was willing to pay the price, the full extent of the law. And that's what he was doing, life in prison. But instead of this lady hating him and putting herself in prison, she forgave. She truly forgave. And she reached out to the one that hurt her. Now that's hard stuff. And I put myself in that situation. Could I do that? And I really don't have an answer for that. Because uh, I can say, yeah, I could do that, but could I? Could each one of us? But then, then you get to these scriptures. And this verse here, Jesus said, So likewise all shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. It's like... Lord, you're going to have to strengthen me because I cannot do this. And that's where that strength comes from. The Holy Spirit softened her heart like he will us and puts us in his situations. And she started looking at that man like he was a little boy. And how he was probably mistreated and abused growing up by who knows who. And that happens. In our society, we produce people like this because we don't love them when they're young. We don't show them what God looks like. And that's, that starts at a young age. And then they grow up with all this hate and misery in their hearts and then they lash out, thinking people owe them. They see something they want, they take it instead of working for it. And that's how we get in the society that we're in now. Godless generations that are not raised up with the, the Spirit of the Lord. That's why God says, raise your kids up in the things of God. Teach them right and wrong, good and evil. they got to know this stuff. How to love and how to forgive your enemies. Matthew chapter 5. Let's go there real quick. And You know, this is so hard. Matthew chapter 5, verses 33. 43, you have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Verse 44, but I say unto you, love your enemies, 
Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Even the publicans the same. See, that's some hard stuff. Bless your enemies. Pray for them. I know, and I know it's real quiet because I think we all have this issue. It's like this is hard. Especially if you've been abused and you've been used and you've been hurt and you, you're supposed to forgive. But it's for your own good. It's for you that you forgive because then it clears your heart. You can get rid of that bitterness and hatred and you can go on and not let that person's sin hold you back from your walk with God. This is very important in our lives and, and it's hard to deal with. It really is. And I, I try to go through my life and I think about all these people that I've had a hard time forgiving. And I say I forgive them, but do I really? And see, so that's, that's when I gotta have this talk between me and the Lord. Because only the Lord really knows my heart. He knows it better than I do. And, and, if, and if I get angry at this person again and I catch myself doing it, get angry at past offenses that I got hurt by people, and they didn't ask forgiveness, they don't even care. But for my own personal benefit, my own walk, I have to examine my heart. And I have to forgive these people. I gotta release them people from that sin that they've sinned against me to release myself from being bitter and angry and hateful. Because that's a, that's a stopper in our heart. It, it binds us up and it blocks that love walk with God for some reason. Because Jesus said, if we don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. And it's very complicated, it's hard. And it's not something that just happens. Jesus told his disciples, without me, you can do nothing. So without the Holy Spirit, we can't do this. So if anybody has a problem, ask the Holy Spirit to give you this strength because it only comes from God. It don't come from you. You don't have that strength. This is from God and he will give you that ability to look through his eyes at that hurting person that hurts you, to forgive them, to love them right where they're at. Like that lady did, that gentleman who murdered her daughter. And she said, you know, it was weird. She goes, I know this don't seem right, but this is how I'm walking. And she had family members that was angry at her for reaching out to this guy. But like she said, this ain't about them. This is about me and my walk with Jesus and my daughter. I know she's in heaven. But this guy, he's going to straight to hell. He's going to burn unless he turns to the living God. And she had compassion on him for that. And so that's where it happens. That's only through the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, that we can have that compassion on somebody who's hurt us, who's offended us, or one of our loved ones. And I know a lot of us, we might have hurt from years ago that we still have bottled up in our hearts. And it's easy to say, forgive them, when nobody knows what they did to you but you. So that's between you and God, the power of his Holy Spirit. Take it to God. 
and ask him to give you this strength because it only comes from his throne. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 5, I believe it is. Romans chapter 12, verses 10 through 21. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honoring, preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things. Be condensed to the men of low estate. And be not wise in your own consents. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. And then verses 19 and 20. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hungry, hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Wow. Overcome evil with good. Now, that's some hard stuff. You know, I'm talking from, from myself. And so I know I got to have help. This verse here, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So that's, when the Lord, you say that, so you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to change my heart. You're going to have to soften my heart so I can reach out to these people who don't even care about God. They don't care about nothing. They're nobody but themselves. And they go around hurting people all the time. It's just something that they do. And you want me to forgive that. What do you say? Pray for your enemies. It's like heaping coals of fire on their head. Now, I don't have, I don't know what that means. God does. But I think as you pray for somebody, the coals of fire, the Holy Spirit's going to get on them. And it's going to open their heart and eyes to the truth. But we've got to be diligent to keep praying for these people. Intercessory prayer, even for your enemies. Bless and curse not. Now, these are God's words. I mean, man says, get even. Don't get mad, get even. Do unto others as they do unto you. I've heard that. That's how people twisted God's word. Eye for an eye. You black my eye, I knock your eye out. And that's how people are. But you hear Jesus says, no, that's not how it is. Love your enemy. Do good to them. Pray for them. Forgive them. That you may be the children of the Most High God. That's a sign that you are a child of the Most High God. Because you're trying to follow Jesus just like Jesus told us to. To forgive, love, not render evil for evil. Overcome evil with good. And you know, when you do that, you can, it'll make you feel better about yourself. And, and it'll make you feel closer to God. Because you know that fruit, that fruit came from the Holy Spirit. That wasn't your own doing. God has enabled you to do that. He has given you that strength to reach out to that person 
that's hurt you so bad, that offended you. Now, sometimes you forgive them and then you just let God take care of them. Don't put yourself in that situation to be hurt by that same person again. Forgive them, love them, and really, for your own heart's sake, move on. And don't let it continue to happen in your heart. Like Peter asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive this, my brother? Seven times? And Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. That's a lot of times. 449 times, I think that's what the math adds up to. That is a lot of times. And then, and then one day. So if we keep that in our, our minds and our hearts, that's how Jesus wants us to walk. And that's how people will know that we are his disciples. If you have love for one another, then they will know that you are my disciples. You forgive your enemies. Love those who hurt you. And I know these are the most difficult words anybody can say. Now try to live it. That's another thing. But like I said, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. He said that in John chapter 16. Uh, yeah, chapter 16. For without me, you can definitely find the words at. Okay, well, just take my word for it. <laughs> it's in there. These things I command you, that you love one another. And if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. But if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world and I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And if they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. Now, this is what Jesus was saying in John 15. He said, verse 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain and that whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And then he said, these things I command you, that you love one another. This is some hard stuff. But with the power of God's Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the one who gives us the strength to carry on each day. We can do this if we just keep close to Jesus, hanging on to him, and walk in the power of his Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your words of life, Lord. But each one of us in here, we struggle with things in our hearts and our lives, Lord, about being offended and hurt by people. Lord, and we know only you can take this away. So we'd ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit in our hearts to teach us to love, to look at our enemies as they are children that have been hurt and deceived and broken. And that's why they lash out like they do. Help us to see that, Lord. Help us to be instruments of healing and love and peace. In Jesus' holy name, amen.